and welcome to Conversations in Economic Central. Here I am again with my friend DJ, the expert. Today, DJ, this is your topic for discussion. Protectionism. 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 That's exciting. It is. Now, what are the forms of protectionism that the students need to know about? Uh, really, there's key three key ones. There are three. Key there ones, are three yes. key ones. There are um, tariffs, quotas, and subsidies. Yes. Yes. Of course, there's all other sorts of yes. different types of protection yes. out there. Yes. Which we don't know. Need we to don't need to no. waste our time. No, let's not worry about that. Now, with quotas, they only need to know what they are. Don't yeah. We? There's no. There is a sort of model, but we don't really. No, no, we don't really uh, so yeah, quotas of course just the set amount yeah. of imports. Fixing supply. They're very big in uh, the automotive industry in the sort of seventies. Yes, that's very true. Stuff, they were. So that's yes. an example. But subsidies and tariffs mm. are what we need to know inside out. You better believe it. Now tariffs. How does a tariff work, DJ? Well, a tariff is effectively a tax on imports. So the goal is to raise the price of an imported product. And so discourage local consumption yes. and basically give a bit of a competitive advantage to, to the our... domestic producers. Exactly. So we have a model, I believe. We do have a model. Now, what does that model <laughs> need to demonstrate? <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> well, you might be laughing when you mark somebody's <laughs> model models on the tariff. That's actually what's going through my head. Yes. Just the tariff yes. model. The tariff oh, model is usually not too bad. It's when we're no, moving a bit of subsidies we need to okay. Look, for both these models, <laughs> tariffs and subsidies, Start with the classic import model, okay? Yes. So you're showing demand and supply, domestic demand and domestic supply, and then you're showing world price below Correct. equilibrium, okay? Which is a, uh, what's that way? Horizontal, horizontal, horizontal line, line yep. which shows world price. Effectively, it is uh, it is showing world supply, Correct. okay? And it's perfectly elastic, yeah. that's why it's horizontal because the world is so large that whatever these imports are, they can supply as much as Australia needs, basically. Correct. Okay. And so you start with that model, and then with the tariff, you're then going to draw a line above that to show that we are pushing up the price. Correct. Now, really, your your uh, line should still be below equilibrium. Yeah, otherwise it, it, yeah, yeah. doesn't make sense. And essentially what you're then going to show is the decrease in imports. Exactly. And therefore the loss of consumer surplus, That's right. which will lead to a deadweight loss. Exactly. That's what we've got to demonstrate. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the, the key thing is to, to all, get all your labels right and show consumer surplus is substantially being reduced by tariff. Yes. Okay. Now, the students have got to be able to talk about the impact of putting on the tariff. Yes. But sometimes they get asked the other way around. Don't know, they? The just removal. To, just to trick us. Yeah. Just to trick us. So to talk about. Yes. It's basically, yeah. So uh, if they're talking trade about putting a, tra a tariff on, hmm. what sort of things do they need to talk about, DJ? Putting a tariff on? Yes. Okay. Putting the tariff in. Uh, and so referring to the model? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, obviously you're going to be talking about the fact that the whole idea is to raise the price. Uh, that the quantity of imports will be reduced. Correct. Uh, makes you explain the increase in domestic production because that's yes. the whole point and the increase in producer surplus. Yes. And that you've labelled the tariff revenue for the government. Okay, it's a, one of those things that, that's important yeah. for the tariff and that you're labelling that. And uh, there you go. That what about it? Yeah, hmm. yeah. So 
They've got to get the model right. They've got to be able to explain it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So let's move on to a subsidy. Oh. Now, a subsidy has like a reverse tariff, doesn't yes. it? It's like a reverse tax. Yes. Now, can you explain to students the pitfalls with the diagram? Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a nightmare. It is. it is. It is. All right. So yet again, you need to start with an import model. You're showing demand and supply domestically, and then we'll. Sorry to interrupt you here, DJ. Yes. They need to make sure they do not draw a year 11 micro subsidy model because no, no, that's where lots no, of people go wrong, no. isn't it? They go back to year 11 yeah. and they get out that subsidy diagram yeah. and they and say, here all, it is. Why in, is that the wrong model? Well, because where's the world price? Like, right. It's not an import model. So yes, and they've got to get that out of their heads, exactly, haven't they? Because yeah. yeah. it's, it's I mean, it's, it's, it is tricky mm. and it's something that we have seen, haven't yep. we? Yep. A lot happen a lot where... Yeah under pressure yeah. people get flustered yeah. and they start drawing something but you've got to have mm. the mod you've got to start with your import as if yeah. you were importing yeah. and then add the subsidy yeah otherwise it's not going to work it's correct not showing anything no. and the way i would draw it is make sure that there is quite a bit of a gap between the yes. world price and the equilibrium you need room to move with correct. this model yes okay and i'd also draw the supply curve maybe slightly uh elastic so flatter so you've got a bit of room to yeah. move as well yeah and then a subsidy of course as we know it is going to shift the supply curve to the right yep. so then you draw your next supply line okay and you don't have to do a massive shift no okay? it doesn't need to be and actually if you don't make fine. it a big shift it actually yeah. makes it because what i what the concern is if you do a really big shift everything doesn't line up properly and then you end up basically having your subsidy line go where your equilibrium is That's and then right. it's all an absolute disaster. Yeah. So. Now, the deadweight loss mm. in this instance is because the cost of the subsidy isn't all covered by the increase in the producer surplus. That is correct. Right. That is correct. And that's what they've got to be able to demonstrate, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So they don't need to be worrying about consumer surplus, do they, in this? No, no. This is all about, you, you kind of got to think, it, there's like an overlap happening in this yeah. model, as in where the subsidies is, it's like there's the consumer service, then overlaying that is the producer, the extra producer surplus from the subsidy. But the reality is, of course, the cost of the subsidy is more than the benefits that the producer receives. And hence that little triangle of deadweight losses in there. Excellent. Now, yeah. why would the government put on a subsidy? What would be the benefits? Uh, well, it, it's all about, of course, encouraging domestic production is, right. the, is the goal. So it's trying to give this a sort of unfair competitive advantage, advantage. to our domestic producers. Uh, there's obviously all, usually all sorts of political reasons behind it, yeah. and we look at the car industry as, as the as classic. Go, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. But, of course, it comes at an opportunity cost because yeah. they spend the money on the subsidy, they can't spend yeah. it on other things. Yeah. And it takes away the incentive to be become exactly. better at what we do. Exactly. Subsidies are, are almost <laughs> like more, more sidious than insidious than mm. tariffs because tariff, the tax is very obvious, the cost to the consumer is very obvious, yeah. And, you know, the negatives of it are very obvious. Whereas a subsidy, it sounds great, doesn't it? The yeah. government is helping out our domestic producers and they're lending a hand and doing their bit. But the reality, of course, is that uh, there is a cost. The cost is borne by the taxpayer. The taxpayers are paying higher taxes, mm -hmm. okay? And the fact is the domestic, in both these scenarios, domestic producers are disincentivized to actually, uh, you know, invest and, uh, become more competitive. Than, yeah, exactly. So, I'm not a fan of either, to be honest. No, I don't think any decent-minded no. economist is really. No. I mean, no. and if any of our students say how wonderful Paris, we shall be putting a big cross on their exactly. paper. Exactly, not very good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, 
the other thing we've got to be able to do with protectionism is talk about the arguments for it. Yes. So what what sorts of things should the students focus on here? Well, there's the there's basically seven key arguments, yeah. if I remember them off the top of my head. Yeah. So it's things like the infant industry argument yes. is one, the increased uh, employment argument. Correct. The favourable balance of trade arguments. Yes. Uh, I've done it right. Uh, what else you got? Defense, <laughs> the national defense, defense, national defense, strategic industry. Yes, yes. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, I'm up to four there, I think. Oh, you've got more than that. Yeah, yeah you've got more than that. Doing all right. I should have had my notes. Uh, Anti-dumping. Anti-dumping, of course. Uh, and if you're in a trade war, it's, it's tit for tat, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. So, so they, they, need, they probably need about four or five. Yeah, you know, and be able to evaluate them, they say why they are garbage. Uh, uh, and yeah. are, is there any one amongst them that you think is the most viable the only one i would argue would be anti-dumping i think okay but it's a tricky it is a tricky one because when is a company from overseas actually dumping or when is it just having a competitive advantage okay and And there's other there's probably better ways of dealing with it anyway than putting on tariffs and all that sort of stuff uh, we have the ACCC, and its job is to investigate anti-competitive behaviour. So, if so a foreign company is being anti-competitive, they, they should, should be take, dealing with it. Exactly, yeah. take, take them to the federal court and deal with it. Yeah. Now, yeah. the other side of this is the arguments for free trade. So, yes. what should we be talking about? Okay. Here? So that's that's a key thing. Is that if because sometimes have, you get don't you? Yeah. Questions, but. Yeah. So the arguments for free trade are not the arguments for protection or the reverse. Yes, and that's where people get confused. Exactly. So the arguments for free ta- free trade. You know, students should come in with a pre-prepared essay on this because effectively it's textbook stuff. You're going to talk about how opening up to free trade is going to lead to, uh, you know, um, comparative advantage, the theory of comparative (coughs) advantage and embracing that. It's going to lead to more efficiency in those industries. Inefficient industries will go and there will be some structural unemployment as a consequence. But we could get structural change, increased productivity and investment in those industries that we're good at. Um, and you know, even oh, things like in, bigger markets, exactly, bigger income, encouraging foreign investment as well. Yeah. You know, if there's a growing industry in Australia, yeah, um, yeah. So that, and then of course, linking that to aggregate demand, aggregate supply. You're going to talk about how it's going to grow the economy, and and indeed, you can use the Australian economy hmm. as an example of one that has increasingly got involved in international trade exactly. and has grown well set aside last year, yeah, consistently yes. for three decades, exactly. Which, yeah. The evidence is there. The evidence is there, isn't yeah. it? That free trade is clearly yeah. good for our economy. Yeah. Because yeah. we certainly wouldn't, with such a small domestic population, no. have achieved anything like that growth no. without no. No, international that, okay. relations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else they should be thinking about in terms of protection? Uh, the only thing I was just thinking of then was um, when you talk about removing protection or the negatives, when you look at the deadweight losses on the models, they don't look like a lot. But what you've got to recognise is almost like the dead loss, dead loss deadweight loss multiplies yes. through the economy. It's like, yes, that specific industry, the car industry, has a tariff or a subsidy on it and there's a deadweight loss there. But it's the fact that then that that then affects the consumers, it, it affects the businesses who are going to buy those, that those businesses will pass on yeah. the costs of higher cars that they've got to buy onto their consumers. And it's almost like this, these higher prices and the deadweight loss multiplies through all other industries so mm. yeah and, and that's what we've got to think about and that's yeah. why it's it's a bigger problem exactly than just saying oh let's put tariffs and yeah. of course you then get into a trade war which yeah yeah so you know the, the whole sort of retaliate retaliatory tariffs and all yes. that sort of stuff that we've, we've been definitely no no definitely no, no yeah australia has obviously not done any retaliation we've led the the charge for for trade liberalization for 
yes. three, four decades, something like that. And, and it's to and, be applauded. Yes. It is. Well, and in fact, on the back we haven't retaliated to no, China and we've no. actually just looked for other markets. Exactly. Which is a much better way of doing it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, I think that covers off protection. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough, tough topic. Uh, there was a dreadful essay last there was, year. There was. Uh, a 20, straight 20 marker. I think the average was 40% for the poor. state. It was so poor. So you're not going to get an essay on protection no. this year, but you could get a short answer. Absolutely. Uh, again, you may have to draw the diagrams. Yes. Possibly. If I was if I was to predict. Now, look, we, we haven't we've told you before you can't be predicting I can't just predict, yet. Yeah, okay, I won't, but let's, yeah, right. <laughs> Leave that for the last podcast, TJ. That's what I look forward to. Yes, indeed. Bye for now. Bye.